Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Today on Old Spiral Podcast, Brian and I are going to discuss some activities and tips that we might have for you uh, to take advantage of during this time where we're all kind of quarantined in our house or houses or apartments, whatever you got. Um, We are going to discuss some of our favorite places around the valley to visit to get outside safely. Um, tips that you might want to consider before going outside while remaining safe and be being prepared to do whatever activity it is that you want to do. Um, and then maybe some general hobbies or ways to get into things during this time as well. So we hope you enjoy and stick around for the rest of the show. Welcome to the Old Spiral Podcast, and I am happy to be back on the show. I unfortunately was busy last week. It's nice to see you, Brian. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I believe it was last week and the week before. You're right. (laughs) That is how out of place I am in my world Dude, no one knows what day it is anymore, except for those (laughs) people that still have to work, I guess. Well, we're in kind of weird spots, both of us. I mean... You're working on your thesis right now. Everybody in the world that knows anything about theses and stuff, it knows that it takes a lot of work and attention in addition to whatever else you have to do, which is being a dad, taking care of your house, all that stuff. Um, you know, and I'm still working during this time and working a lot, so it's just been kind of a weird, crazy time. It definitely has. It definitely has. And yeah, I was talking to my grandma yesterday and I I told her I felt like a gopher that like stuck his head out of his hole and looked around. It's like, what's going on? And everyone's (laughs) like, we're just going, we're staying home. Everyone's sick. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep doing what I was doing. (laughs) You didn't see Bill Murray as the gopher when you arose from the hole? Uh, Just when I sleep. (laughs) Just when I sleep. So you got that going for you, which is nice. It is nice. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, I am enjoying this delightfully crafted uh, beverage by a small company that you may have heard of, uh, Snapple. Old Spiral Podcast brought to you by Snapple Mango Madness. Um, I actually have Kiwi Strawberry, and it it's good. I haven't had one in a long time. Normally, we would reserve such tasty beverages for guests, but unfortunately, due to the circumstances, we do not have one, and we might not have one in person for the next foreseeable future, but fear not. Today we are going to give you some suggestions and ideas about things that you can do uh, if you're feeling stir-crazy at home. Yeah, not only if you're feeling stir-crazy, but just it's May. Is it May yet? It's April. It might be May by the time this comes out. (laughs) (laughs) It's April. It's beautiful. The sun's out. The... uh, Birds are out, the bees are coming out, and it's just that time of year where I get excited for all the summer activities. So we're just going to do a summer activities episode, and if you feel comfortable getting outside, following your own you know, conscience on what's good to do and not good to do right now, I think we're just going to talk about fun stuff to do around here in the summer, and then maybe give you some tips and tricks to stay, stay, stay safe. And get outside and be able to get some exercise and enjoy the weather during, um, I guess it's a pandemic. It just feels weird to say. It really does. And 
Yeah, I mean, we won't go into it. I have thought about it a lot, and I think everybody probably has, and we're probably just sick of it. But the cool thing is we can uh, do some of these things that we're going to discuss to maybe distract us for it for a minute. Yeah. From it from, for a minute. Um, so I guess you want to just get into this? Let's talk I about some get into places. It. Why don't you tell us about your uh, you, your fishing adventure yesterday? Now, Drew is an Idaho resident. I am. Because as you may or may not know, us on the Washington side of the river are not supposed to go fishing. Which is a major bummer. But you know what? We can go to Walmart, so I feel safe. <laughs> Yeah, but because, you went to the lock uh, shop. <laughs> Sorry. Anyhow, <laughs> I I was going to also comment, but uh, sorry, we'll keep our comments to a minimum. <laughs> I, I went to the lock saw. I am an Idaho resident for now. Uh, Rachel and I are looking at closing on a house in Clarkston, so I won't be an Idaho resident for long. But it's exciting. But for now, first house. It, it's first house. Sweet. It's, it's pretty exciting, and it's. Another thing that's kind of diverted my attention away from the show, unfortunately, but I think we're kind of back to a level of normalcy. But uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to go out to the Loxaw and do some fly fishing, uh, and the bite was on. There was uh, fish to be had on streamers and dry flies, caught a couple cutthroat, caught some rainbows. Um, I saw a lot of people out rafting and kayaking. There were several people camped up at Wilderness Gateway, which may or may not be legal right now but it didn't seem like they were really hassling anybody so if you feel so inclined and you feel like you might not get in trouble and you can do it safely go out and camp i mean i i honestly don't know what it's going to hurt you may not have access to some of the amenities like a bathroom (laughs) but uh i found one that was open i used the urinal it was awesome uh Business as usual. <laughs> well, I'm glad Drew's been enjoying his uh, outdoor urinal adventures. I think the whole point is, is, is yeah, if you are going to go camp, don't go to a busy area. Try not to use local facilities along the way. Pack in, pack out like usual, and yep. social distance yourself into a thicket for a while. <laughs> well, and one tip that I would give on that note, too, is if you're going to drive somewhere out of town... Um, be prepared in advance. I left the house at five in the morning and I wanted to stop off at a grocery store um, beforehand to grab a couple things for the road. And I found that most places are not open at that time. So I checked out uh, the Flying J actually, which I don't even know if that's its name anymore. <laughs> it's out in North Lewiston. Um, and I believe they're open 24 hours still because it's technically a truck stop. So I was able to get in there, but again, a lot of gas stations are closed too. You can use the pump if you have a card, of course, but if you wanted to pay cash, not going to happen. And if you wanted any like junk food for the road, also not going to happen. Yeah. And so just try to plan ahead on that and plan ahead for, if you have to use a gas pump, maybe you just pack some Clorox wipes or Yep. Hand sanitizer or something, a little mask ain't going to hurt you. Yep, I definitely did all that. <clears throat> well, that's good. Uh, so, yes, you went to the lock saw. So, do, what kind of, did you tie your own ties for that adventure, or did you purchase those tie, uh, flies, tie nope. your own flies? Nope, I don't believe I fished a single fly that I tied um, on my own this trip. I am not a proficient 
tie fly, or fly tire. Say fly that tire. ten times fast. Right. Um, unfortunately, at this at this point, I kind of just started doing it, so I only know a few basic patterns. But um, I used a couple kamikaze streamers. I used some stimulators. I used a lot of parachute atoms, like size twelve. That seemed to be what the hatch was like. So that's what I used. Um, North 40 is still open, thankfully, so I was able to go in there and buy some stuff that I needed uh, for my fishing excursion. Um, They're a feed store, so they're essential. And I think, actually, Sportsman's is also essential, so if you need to stop in at either of those places, uh, you can do so. If you go into North 40, say hi to my buddy Troy. Uh, He always gives really good advice. Cool. Hi, Troy. <laughs> and I know we've been enjoying uh, someone that I grew up with when I was a kid, Blake Anderson. He he has that Idaho um, Instagram for fly fishing, and yeah. he's been tying some flies, Facebook and, and Instagram, and they are yeah. so cool. You hipped me to his Instagram, and uh, yeah, he, he catches some amazing fish, and he's damn good fly tire from what I can see. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. So fishing's up, um, but yeah, you got to stay on the Idaho side for that. For if now. you're an Idaho resident, you can't. You also cannot purchase an out-of-state license at this juncture either. So if you already have your license and you live in Idaho, you can come and fish. And I think if you already had one beforehand, if you're an out-of-stater, I believe you still can fish as well. But I, from Washington, cannot go to Idaho and buy a fishing license. Unless you already had one. I don't already have January one. January 1. And check your regs. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be in there, but it might be posted online. Yeah, and don't crowd banks, and don't crowd what's it called, where you launch the boats, boat launches. Mm-hmm. But uh, use common sense. Yeah, definitely. And, you know... Obviously, just fishing in general, uh, you never want to be 10 feet away from the person next to you. That's the whole, too close. The whole idea is to get away from people so that you might have a better chance at catching a fish. So, Yeah, catch fish, not COVID. Yep, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about good, but it is a one. <laughs> So, so yeah, you could you could check out the Loxa. Um That's nice. I hadn't been there in a while. Yeah. I've been wanting to take a drive again. Drive, it's not I don't know if you're supposed to. If you stay in your car, right? You leave your house, you get in your car, you stay in your car, you try not to use any public or, facilities. Or take your family, like yes. people that you've already been exposed to yes. that, that you're not gonna endanger or um you know, be at risk of coming in contact with, uh, yeah, just stay in your vehicle. If you want to go for a nice drive, I think that would be killer. And like, if you've got kids that are of an age that can comprehend music, show them some of your favorite stuff from when you were growing up. And that might actually be kind of a cool thing to, to do as well as, uh, dig through some of your old albums. Yeah. Just at home. If you're home, if you are, if you are laid off during this time or just working from home during this time, you know, sorry about that if you if you got laid off. But if mm-hmm. you're working from home, yeah, take take some time, dig through your old music collection, hit the nostalgia button, and yep, show show your kids or whatever. If I had children, I think I would show them uh, Pete and Pete. 
that was a show I particularly enjoyed when I was young. Or, uh, oh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think I'd show them that one too. So, yeah, go for a drive. That would be a lot of fun. I haven't been upriver since last summer. Kind of obviously now that I now that I think about it. I don't know how many people go upriver during the winter, but... Well, it depends. I mean, if you're a steelhead fisher, yeah. you, you might have been up on the Rond, which is a cool place to go check out right now as well, the Grand Rond. Um, drive out to... The Eagle Cap Wilderness, if you really want to get out there, and, and if you've never really been to that corner of Oregon, you can do the three states in a day thing where you do Idaho, Washington, Oregon. And that's a fun drive. Uh, what do you think, Brian? I, I like that area a lot. Oh, yeah, it's really beautiful. And if you go out and you're hiking around, pay attention to the weather near the area you're going because if it's staying around 40 degrees at night, which it's probably not up in the higher elevations, but it's going to start here pretty soon, where if it's staying around 40 degrees at night, keep an eye out for mushrooms, because mm. it's almost mushroom season. Yeah. So we're going to be getting some morels here pretty soon, and then everything else will start following. Um, yeah. But the temperature. Keep an eye on the temperature where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a cool hobby to get into. I don't know much about it, but uh, I don't know if you do. I um, I am an amateur mushroom hunter what are you a forager at that point I, what, what I, do you i wonder what the official term is for that i'm not too worried about it <laughs> i can uh, i feel confident identifying i think five or six different types of mushrooms without a book and then mm. uh, a handful of others with if i've got a so book. i won't die if you feed me some mushrooms i wouldn't found. ever eat or feed someone else a mushroom unless i knew what it was and if I wasn't sure, if I wasn't like 95, 99% sure, there's no chance I'm going to eat it. So you would be the Dwight to my Michael on the episode where, <laughs> no! where Michael's about to eat Don't the poisonous eat mushrooms. <laughs> cool. Uh, I have fashioned my <laughs> leg, <laughs> pant legs to a coat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Michael. Um, Speaking of Michael, does anybody geocache anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like something Michael Scott would be into. It might be. I think he would fail at uh, getting the GPS to work. (laughs) Yeah, he'd end up in a a lake. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, uh, geocaching is something that you could do to kind of get out away from people. And I hadn't really thought about it until today for a long, long time. But it's, again, something that you could do that might be kind of fun that uh, would get you out and about and at a safe distance from others. Yeah, Um, and I bet there, for all the places that we've listed, I'm sure you can find some for all all of these places. Definitely. And the cool part about this is, is, I mean, man, it's easy to get away from everybody and see some beautiful scenery and the weather's nice and mm-hmm. i'm just excited that it's not winter anymore yeah me too and i think that's what's going to make this quarantine lockdown isolation whatever you want to call it that much more difficult for everyone is it's nice out <laughs> like we want to go out and and live our lives um and i would encourage you to do so if you can if you can do it safely you're not going to put yourself or others at risk why not go outside 
I know, and it, it would be really hard for people that live in very populated areas to do some of these things safely. It would. But we're in such a small town, it's not like we want to assume that we're somehow magically protected because right. we're in a small town. But you can get out and do stuff, and, and it's not hard to get away from everybody while you Yeah, do and if you just use a little bit of common sense and follow the basic precautions that uh, have been given to us, then I think you're going to be good. I've, uh, at the risk of admitting that I've been out fishing every week, I don't know if you're technically supposed to do that or not, I've been going every week for the last month. So I'm still here. I haven't had any symptoms. Uh, I think you're going to be all right. I haven't even come into contact with anybody else So when I've been out. so There you go. You know one place that I have not been in a long time is Winchester Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even sure I would remember how to get there because it's not super close. Anybody that's not been in the valley for a while, they might not have heard of that one either. Yeah, that one's like 35, 40 minutes. You actually take the Winchester grade. You go through Lapway and you head out. Um, if you've ever been to Boise, uh, you would take that same highway, which I think is, what is it? 95? That sounds right, but is probably wrong. You'll want to look that up if you want to go out to Winchester, which you would be doing otherwise anyway, because we trust that you're a smart individual. <laughs> but uh, These guys said it was that way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's a super nice place to go check out, too, and you can get away from people there. There's opportunities to hike. You could... Kayak there if you want to, canoe. Um, I found it interesting how many people don't utilize that that area. Um, in my time working at, at Tri-State Outfitters, which no longer exists in Lewiston, um, many people would come rent kayaks and canoes from me and would have no idea where that was. And I would explain it to them. They would go check it out and they would say, oh, man, I wish we had been there years ago. I always kind of just forget that not everybody has a built-in knowledge of the little area around us. But expand it during this time if you have the time, the freedom to do so. Winchester Lake is great. Um, as we mentioned before, the Eagle Cap Wilderness, that's probably like three hours away. But it's it's a pretty drive the entire time. There's always something to look at. The Rattlesnake Grade is kind of fun. Oh, heck yeah, especially if you're towing a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the conversations my parents would have on the way to <laughs> what's that in Oregon, Wallowa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have uh, have some good breaks prepared. Yeah. Oh, but the views are outstanding. The views, and it's just kind of weird how you go from like this. Like I, I don't know how to describe it. It almost looks like you'd be in like Arizona or something like that, like a high desert, into an area that. Like, if it had snow on it, would look like a Coors can. There's these amazing mountains and wilderness area. Um, it's That juxtaposition is pretty fun. You can watch it out the window of your car. Get out, take some pictures. Um, photography is another thing that I feel like people could get into fairly easily and affordably during this time as well. You can go to Costco and pick up a Nikon or a Canon kit, and it would cost you maybe four or 500 bucks to get out the door. Get on YouTube, take some little lessons that way, and why not try it out? Another cool place to go snap some pictures outside um, 
is on the on the Clarkston side of the snake. If you head out towards Chief Timothy, um, just adjacent to that on the other side of the river, there's a rookery for blue heron. And you can take some really nice pictures there. Um, I think they're one of the coolest birds we have around here. Oh, they're neat. It's fun watching them fly and take off and land. Yeah, and the sunsets are really nice this time of year. The weather's nice. So you can go out and get some really amazing pictures that way too. Yeah, it's a really good time to get into something like photography or home brewing. Or home brewing. Or which, home brewing, which, which if, I, you, if you believe for one minute that I'm not going to brew... <laughs> For days straight when I'm done defending my, my thesis, then you're wrong <laughs> because that is what I'll be doing. You're defending your thesis. Others are defending their toilet paper with their large uh, stocks of ammo and guns. So lots of defense mechanisms and strategies going on right now. So I've wanted a gun for a while because of backpacking. You're going backpacking. Sure. We've got cougars. Right? And Bears. not just people's moms. Whoa. <laughs> we've got cougars. We've got mountain lions. We've got cougars. Same thing. I just said it two different ways. We've got... The puma. We've got... <laughs> Which is a Quechua word. I always just tell Caitlin that we're surrounded by lions. And she's... They're mountain lions. No, man. They're lions. Mm-hmm. Lions. Anyway, I've wanted a handgun to take out in the backcountry for a long time. I only have a couple hunting rifles... I know, okay, so I feel so ridiculous because I got chickens as soon as when COVID hit. I got chickens. <laughs> I think I'm going to use a portion of my economic Don't impact payment. Don't use the, the money on, on the gun that you're going to purchase to shoot the chickens, please. I'm going to shoot the chickens. <laughs> okay, the conversation shoot the lions. To, okay, I thought yeah. you were going to say you're going to shoot no, the No, I just chickens. feel funny because that's what everyone's doing, <laughs> but I've just wanted to do it for a long time. Timing is just working out really well. Guns and chickens. Guns and chickens. I don't think there's anything else you need in life. Yeah. Guns and chickens. I mean, I guess you could provide for yourself with those two things. I think (laughs) the guns just for... You can also defend your toilet paper. (laughs) And your toilet paper. I think we've got eight rolls right now. (laughs) I never imagined the day I would be counting rolls. Uh, no, but <laughs> yeah, economic impact. What are you going to do with your uh, EIP? It'll probably go right into your house, won't it? Probably. Um, maybe pay some bills in advance to cushion out just in case we can't work or something, if something like that happens. Um, I tell you what I'd like to do with it is buy a new fly rod, but probably won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, uh, what handgun are you thinking about getting? Well, I've been looking at a few. I, I like I like the Glock 20, 20 to 40, one of those. There's 19, 20. I think they have a 30 and a 40. Mm-hmm. Those ones are those ones are fine. I think the for the price range and the um reliability. Yep. They're pretty good. Uh I think it, the hard decision really because there's I like the Smith and Wesson Wesson Lethen. <laughs> I like the Smith and Wessons. I like the Rugers. Um, but I think the the what's going to be harder than choosing between those those brands is going to be it was deciding whether or not I want to go with revolver or something with a <clears throat> excuse me something with a magazine 
Right. Like those other ones, just because if you are using it for defense, the revolvers just have, they're more reliable, less prone to jamming. Right. Uh, but then again, technology has come so far, I don't I don't think you really have much. And, and again, I'm not a huge gun guy, so maybe there is. Maybe mm. I'm totally wrong about this. But mm. I would imagine by now, the jamming issue is probably, probably not yeah. big. I could be wrong. Uh, if you get like a 1911 or something like that, they have like a break-in period. Mm. Uh, where they, they sometimes are prone to problems. But, uh, yeah, if you got a Glock or, like, an M&P shield or something like that, it's going to be reliable Yeah, pretty much 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, yeah, time will tell. I like those. I think the real decision was the uh, accuracy. I think you get with, a, with that slightly smaller caliber, you get less kickback, so you're a little bit more accurate if you have to fire multiple shots. And then... Um, the fact that you get more than six rounds. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and if you end up with one of those, you'll certainly have plenty of money left over if you haven't spent up the stimulus on something else, like raising chickens. <laughs> no, luckily, the whole chicken house is coming from scrap wood. They actually get the old siding that came off of this house. So I'm going to side the chicken house with the siding that used to be on this house. Nice. And then you mentioned that you and Caitlin were considering getting into gardening at this time, which I think is another really awesome activity you could get into. I I wish I had more time to do it myself because I don't know anything about it. Um, what are you guys thinking about planting? Well, well, I'm not a I'm not a great gardener. I I did a year at WSU actually back in 2010 studying botany so i know a little mostly i just know how to follow directions right um but uh, my grandma gave me some bean seeds so we're gonna plant some beans they actually they have a purple pods until you cook them those ones are always kind of fun i'm not sure the name of them Uh. uh but they instead of being green on the vine they're purple on the vine that's cool and then when you cook them up they turn green so then they're just called purple beans that's what i'm sure that's what i'm gonna call them yeah yeah, yeah. So we've got some beans. Uh, my grandma's actually, there's videos that have been going around. So many videos going around. <laughs> so the, the internet, I thought the internet had a lot of videos and then COVID hit. Right. <laughs> but people are growing potatoes in five gallon buckets. Oh. So we're huh. going to try, we've got some little gold potatoes we're going to try to grow in five gallon buckets and see how it does. That's cool. That's pretty neat. I made a raised, but it's actually super tall. It's almost at, like, waist height. Nice. And so we'll put some, oh, man, what are we going to put in there? Um, Maybe some chard. Ra- I like radishes. I like beets and radishes. Um, Just whatever's good in a salad. Maybe some carrots or s- stuff like that. Nice. I don't know if we'll plant any corn. My grandpa always used to plant corn and have fresh corn, and that was awesome. I remember my grandpa's garden used to be fantastic. Mm. Yeah, Rachel's parents have a really great garden, and they always have an abundance of stuff, and it would be cool to uh, have that. Unfortunately, I think when we moved to our house, our dogs would eat it all. Yeah, you could try to fence it off. I mean, just from doing all the repairs around here, I think this is going to be our third or fourth summer in this house. Nice. I think fourth summer. I think technically we got it in like May or June or something. Mm -hmm. So it'll be our fourth summer. And this is the first year we're really doing a garden. Nice. Yeah, that'll be cool, man. Um, Otherwise, 
more stuff that you could do, I guess. I've, I've been thinking about um, that would be easy to do and safe from home is cooking. Uh, there's tons of YouTube channels that I check out um, in regards to cooking. And one of them that I think is always really fun and interesting is uh, Bon Appetit has a segment on their YouTube channel called It's Alive. And it's just all about fermentation. And I think Neat. this would be a good time for that because you can kind of watch your ferments. You can really sit there and monitor them. So if something goes wrong, you can kind of mitigate it being totally ruined since what you're going to be fermenting? home anyways. Man, he does a bunch of different things. So he does like fermented beverages, like uh, kombucha. Yep. He does like uh, koji steaks. Koji is like a culture that's grown on rice and then you put it on steak and I think he dry ages the steak with it and it has some sort of reaction like a Maillard reaction, something like that. And um, it's supposed to be really good. Uh, that was an episode a long time ago. I've never done too many of the things on It's Alive, but it's fun to check out. So that one's definitely one to check out. It's, it's also kind of cool because... Yes, it is cooking, which people are semi-familiar with. I'm sure if you're an adult at this point and have cooked anything, you kind of have <laughs> basics. But it's like outside of your wheelhouse and how many people really ferment stuff at home. But he makes it really easy. It seems really affordable. Kimchi's fermented. Yep, and he makes that on That's the show good. as well. Man, yeah. I miss the farmer's market. I can't wait till the farmer's markets are coming back. I hope, hope we get to have farmer's markets this summer. Yep. Or head up to, uh, what is that? Is that Thorpe in Washington? Like on your way to Seattle, they have those gigantic warehouses of different produce. Mm, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Cooking, uh, Caitlin and I <clears throat> have been making our own mayonnaise, and it is delicious. I don't know what sparked it. Probably just all of the recipes going around like, here's how to do all this stuff from home. Mm -hmm. But things that we've been buying at the store just for forever, tortillas, bread, mayonnaise, it's super easy and fun to make at home. And then my grandma gave me a bunch of mint and lemon balm, which is just like mint, and I've been making tea with it, and it's very good and refreshing. I looked up lemon balm last night. I guess it does... A whole bunch of stuff for you. It can supposedly not a dacta. I ain't got the patience. <laughs> um, supposedly it helps with headaches, nausea, uh, menstrual cramps, uh, and I you could even uh, put it in a lip balm for if you've got you know those little herpy buggers on you. Hmm. you can get those off of you. There you go. So it's just very versatile. So I need to get I need to get some sort of herb box started for sure. Yeah. Um, but all these things that we've been buying at the store forever, it's been a I don't know a good reminder or something that most of the stuff doesn't take too much time to do at home. Yeah. And it's fun, and the I've, the mayonnaise we make is so much better. Yeah. Well, and I just think it's cool that if you're able to financially or with your time right now to expand skill sets that you're going to use all the time, why not? I mean, like, what about getting into woodworking? Like I said, getting into cooking, um, just learning how to do things that are going to be practical to your life that you're never going to get the time for to do this stuff like like you are now. Well, you were talking about woodworking, too. I had a thought a while back, I don't know about you, but I am 
I am not a good gift getter mm-hmm. for people. I, w- I would like to be. I wish I was better at choosing which objects to purchase another person <laughs> and have them enjoy those objects. I told Kate a long time ago, hey, I'm going to get you something. <laughs> I fully expect you to return it and get what you actually want, <laughs> but I love you, and here you go. And I was thinking that something like woodworking, making something with your hands to give to someone else yeah, is so much nicer in the first place because you spend more time on it and you really pour yourself into it. And to me, that really registered. So I think Caitlin's going to be getting some handmade stuff, and hopefully it looks like it wasn't made by a kindergartner. <laughs> no, man, I'm sure it's going to look great. I mean, if anybody's ever been to Brian's house, you can see the level of work that they've put into this place and everything looks awesome. So I have no doubts that you're going to be a good wood- woodworker. Yeah, well, even if uh, just for anybody in general. Right, yeah. And, I mean, again, there's a wealth of resources on YouTube. We try to talk mostly about local stuff, but... Uh, everybody's living kind of globally right now through the internet because we have to, right? I mean, I could not tell you what I would do if I didn't have uh, Netflix or Hulu <laughs> at this time or... Well, I, they're... Um, I'd be pretty bummed, I they're think. They're made out of paper. They got letters on them. I think they're called books. Uh, <laughs> okay, I think I saw one of those in college, maybe. Elliot, my two-year-old, has taken to walking around with a college mathematics GRE test book. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Getting a head start. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, Drew, how have you been supporting your local businesses lately? I know you've uh, been into North 40, you said. Yep. Have you had the chance to do any takeout or... um, takeout or curbside pickup for restaurants? We have. We, Rachel and I did the uh, takeout thing with uh, Mandarin Pine, I think, just this last Thursday. So I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's something else that we wanted to hit on for sure is make sure that obviously you can help support local businesses in any way possible during this time Um, because we don't want to see them go away, especially the ones that really are favorites, obviously. Hogan's is one that we always want to support, and Skate's been on the show before, and if you haven't checked out that episode and you've never been to Hogan's, listen to that, and you'll get an idea of what makes that place so special. Um, but what what all are they doing? Do you know at this time uh, what... Well, what? they're just doing pickup. Um, yeah. What's kind of neat is <clears throat> I've seen some people, and, and I don't know the extent of this or the rules or whatever, but I think I've seen some people even picking up alcoholic beverages and driving huh. those home. I think I think I think I saw someone take home a margarita from somewhere and I'm like, "Man, that looks fun." And when I lived in North Carolina back in the day, um there were drive-through margarita stands and oh, you really? could drive through and pick up margarita and take it to the beach. I wonder how that works. I don't know. Um huh. That's cool, though. Neither here nor there. Hogan's, they're, yeah, they're doing a pickup orders starting at four, I think, most weeknights. You'd have to just double-check their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bravas, Brock's Bravas, I think it's, it, you know what I mean. It's like the same-ish thing. Right. Uh, they did, I think they, I don't know, I don't think they teamed up with Shania, but uh, Raleigh's, but she did a stay-at-home concert thing the other night. And so Brox was like, hey, come pick up some food. And 
watch Shania later while you're eating and all this stuff. So th- there's some yeah, things cool. like that going on. Yeah. What else? Ah, man, I don't know. It feels like I haven't been out anywhere. The hardware stores are getting some of my business. Mm-hmm. Trying to finish this bathroom. I don't know. Yeah. What are some other ways you think we could support local businesses? Pick up some wine from Parejas, Clearwater Canyon. Yep. Um, I think um, maybe go just get some pizzas. Just see how you can get connected with them online. Like uh, I, I've been checking out if if I want to go support a business in one way or another. I, I look on their Facebook or their Instagram first to see if they're even active on there. Chances are, if they're not, they're probably not. Uh, up and running at this point, but I found that if I get on there and I look first, it usually has helpful information about how I can contact them or what their services are that they're offering at this time. Um, so that's what I do. Like before I placed my order with Mandarin Pine, I just hopped on Facebook and it, it said, yep, here's the deal. Here's the times that you can put in an order. Here's the number to call and here's the menu. Um, Cause I think they're, I, I bet a lot of places are kind of limiting also their time and their menus. But, uh, yeah, if you can support businesses in any way, do it. Um, I think that the curbside pickup is a safe option, and it's it's going to benefit everybody. You get something tasty to eat, and you're putting money into a business that you want to support either way. So do that. That's true. Uh, buy a movie theater gift card. I think they're selling popcorn. Really? I think you can get curbside movie theater popcorn for like nice. a huge bag of it. Yeah, and I don't know if our, if our particular movie theater is AMC or Regal or how that works, but I read an article that the AMC theaters may have to close permanently. Yeah, this is uh, nuts. Yeah, so support them if you can. Yeah, and hey, speaking of supporting, <laughs> throw us a dollar a month. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, uh, Find us on Patreon. Uh, uh, as soon as I'm done with my thesis and it, it, we kind of get used to the new changes and everything, Patreon supporters look for a flood of new fun stuff. But, uh, mm-hmm. yes, that generally they've been getting early episodes, extra content. You know, I make the music for this for the podcast, so I'll put full songs up there instead of just the clips you hear here. Um. I don't know, Drew, you were here last week telling everybody about Patreon. (laughs) I think I was here in spirit. (laughs) Oh, Uh, that's right, that's right. (laughs) But uh, it was informative nonetheless, so... Good. Definitely check us out on Patreon if you feel so inclined. Um, We appreciate you guys sticking with us during this time. Uh, You know, it's, it's weird for everyone. It's sad for everyone. It's... Happy time. It's a happy time. It's confusing. Happy because you get maybe the opportunity to spend time with loved ones and family, or just to relax, or like like we said, indulge yourself in one of these hobbies, start a new hobby. But uh, we recognize that it is a tough time for some of you out there, and we wish everyone the best. And we just thank everyone for listening, and uh, we hope you stick with us. Um, We're going to get back to our normal schedule here soon. We've got some good ideas for episodes coming down the pike in the future, and uh, that includes with or without guests. Yeah, so, and with, uh, guests potentially, you know, we've got 
We've got the technology. We, we can do. do it remote. We will do it remote. Mm-hmm. It's just great to meet people. Um, that's been one of so my favorite things about this show is I get to connect with people that are passionate about this area and have a vested interest in it just like I do. Hearing so, all their stories. And- yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, the show's been awesome. It's It's been awesome getting the feedback from from everybody at home, um, especially during during quarantine uh, when we know that a lot of people are inside listening. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Well, it is a beautiful day. I think uh, I think it's about time we should. Uh, I need to go get some sun on my face. Definitely. Uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, everyone. This episode of the show was brought to you by our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much to all of you for supporting the show. If you would like to become a Patreon subscriber yourself, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Original music for the show was produced by OSP's own Brian Grimm. That's going to do it for us this week, but the show's not over. Get caught up on the back catalog of episodes if you haven't already, and thanks for listening. Go ahead. Hi. So we got. What else are you gonna say? Hi. Do you have a dog? Hi. What's your dog say? Bush. What? <laughs> What's your dog's name? <laughs> are you shy? <laughs>